Catholic business professionals. Networking. Opportunities. Sharing the Catholic faith. Giving back to the church community. In Catholic business, principle matters. Are you a leader or a servant? What were you called to be? What does our Catholic faith call us to do? Are you or your boss a great leader? Welcome back to Principal Matters, and thank you for joining us today. This is Mark Meyer, along with my co-host Michael Lynn, and today we'll be discussing being a leader or a servant. As always, let's begin Principal Matters with a prayer. Michael? Thank you, Mark. In the name of the Father, Son, Son and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. God, when you place me in the presence of other people, I have a chance to lead by example, your example. Give me a heart of compassion and kindness so I can reach out to other people with your love, grace. Grace me with your patience and gentleness so I can reflect your tenderness. And humble me before men so you are exalted. When you own pride or agenda gets in the way of expressing you and your feelings towards mankind, please correct me. Convict my spirit so I can repent. And with you as my witness, may I lead with a spirit of forgiveness to model your greatest gift. Amen. Amen. Michael, this show reminds me of our show about work, um, whether or not it's a devotion or a duty. Um, I thought it was a fun show and a great topic, and I hope our listeners agree with that. Um, Of course, a leader is a person who guides or directs or leads or commands others. And leadership itself, as we traditionally define it, generally involves the accumulation and the exercise of power by one at the top of the pyramid, so to speak. Whereas a servant is the exact opposite, right? Right. And and sometimes, Mark, I agree. You know, are we a leader or servant? You know, and are they one and the same? You know, you think about it, and, and to become a leader, you have to be a servant. Exactly. Yeah, and a servant is a person who performs duties for others, mm-hmm. especially a person employed in a house or domestic duties or as a personal attendant. That's usually what you think of. So what do you think we're called to be, Michael, as leaders? Well, I think, Mark, that we're called to be servants, you know, and, and it gets to that old biblical saying, uh, the, the, the first will be last and the last will be first. I mean, we in and, and, and society, we, we figure servants usually look down on and, and they're the last, but yet in the eyes of the Lord, uh, you know, they come first. And I, and I watch, and, and as we live our lives daily, you know, we, we reflect on this, and, and especially in our capacities as being business owners, entrepreneurs, and in a community where, in concept, you know, we're labeled as leaders. Leaders, and in, in, in respect to me, as, as people maybe that are watching us or what's expected of us. Right. And at the same time, you know, we're, we need to be, stay humble to be servants, to exactly. be the servants of the Lord. Exactly. You know, I was thinking about this uh, last night, and I've been in management nearly 30 years in fact you know probably more than that but i started managing um even in high school years um certainly before i graduated college i was already serving in management capacities and i quickly came to realize that not all leaders had the title of manager (laughs) nor Mm -hmm. were all managers leaders in the sense that they may have failed to consistently lead by example or they failed to get others to follow, or they failed to rally their team to the common goal or the mission, um, you know, or even have failed to meet the mission entirely. 
And so the difference between the two, meaning management and leadership, can most simply be described as you manage things, but you lead people. Manage things and lead people. Correct. You know, the American speaker, pastor, and author of many books, primarily focusing on leadership, um, his name is John Maxwell. Mm -hmm. And he once said, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Isn't that beautiful? Knows, goes, and shows. <laughs> yes, it does. It's so simple, but at Mark, when we get caught up in the mix, you know, it's it's, it's being a leader is 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 truly a humbling experience, and you have to be a servant to become a leader in your daily role. You got to be one in the same, and and, and, that, and that's complicated in, in, in what we deal with. That's exactly right. Well, you, if you recall on a previous show, I had discussed my personal leadership style where I had said, I believe in the depths of my heart that all people, not just myself, want to be something that is part or, or uh, of something greater than themselves. Mm -hmm. And I believe that having a clear purpose, a, a, a real reason why, is central to leading and also to inspiring others. And the team needs to believe in something greater than themselves, a good in and of itself. As a leader, I find it is important to help find that purpose, a purpose everyone can believe in, and it must be kept front and center. And that all great leaders possess certain similar qualities, such as confidence, enthusiasm, integrity, character, great listening skills, humility, and never, if you recall, are content with the outcome. And I say never content because a great leader is never satisfied with the way things are because he or she understands from the Word of God what things can and should be. And Mark, I think in our lives, you're right. I mean, we we're, we're never should be content with where we are, especially if you if we're called to be the leaders that we are called to be, because everybody's called to be a leader, and and exactly. we should be. You know, you either and I've always heard, and, and I think you will agree, you either moving forward or backward. Change is is, is daily, as secondly, you know, it, it's change is is happening and it's revolving constantly. Yeah, whether you want it yeah. to or not. And if you think you're holding weight or staying even or, or staying level, you're not. You're going backwards. It's, it's just just the opposite. So you're either working towards something or you're working away from it. I choose to work towards things and. That being, if it keep in the center of our focus, you know, God and in our relationship with Him, and through the church, and and this is where I think a lot of people, you know, well, well I'll, you know, I'll sit in the front of the church on Sunday mass, you know, I might show up, you know, and then I'll say an extra prayer today, and I'm doing a great job of being a leader in the community, and being and, and portraying the good Catholic that I am, you know, or well, we just weekend Catholics, you know, or cafeteria <laughs> right. Catholics. I think is a lot of times right. that we what we choose, and, exactly. and I think that we're called to be up and above that, you know, and 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 you and I both, I think, have agreed on that when we took a, a principal matters under our exactly. belt and, and move forward with this relationship and volunteering our time and service. Exactly, and that's why you know. Um, I was thinking also about another show where we had the topic um, about being a dynamic Catholic leader and what that means. Um, on that show, we had discussed 10 traits that a dynamic leader possesses. And one is that a leader serves organizational mission. 
and as well as organizational vision and values instead of their own personal power needs. Mm -hmm. That's a tongue twister, right? Personal power needs. So <laughs> anyway, another is that a, a leader doesn't need the word leader in their title to take ownership of their area of influence. Yet another is that a leader measures his and others' leadership abilities by their ability to empower others. How ironic is that? Mm -hmm. So where am I going with this? In order to be effective and in order to be a dynamic leader, I would argue that you must be, as we kind of introduced this topic, you must be both a leader and a servant. And Mark, it is, and you're round in the tree because it is a circle and it's self-completion. It's one and the same because that's truly what we're called to be, a leader and a servant. Exactly. Well, stay tuned. We'll be right back. You have Michael Lynn and Mark Meyer with Principal Matters. And now, a People Minute. Pope Leo XIII became Pope in 1878. The church he would lead was one stripped of its temporal power and marginalized and persecuted in many nations. Leo was the first pope in a millennium and a half not to exercise political power. Instead, Leo was a pastor and a teacher. Over the course of his 25-year pontificate, in more than 80 encyclicals, he wrote on virtually every major issue of the day. His most famous encyclical, Rerum Novarum, promulgated on May 15, 1891, is a writing on social justice. In it, Leo XIII outlined for the first time the principles of Catholic social teaching. In him, humanity found a strong defender and a champion of human rights and dignity. This is Principal Matters. Welcome back once again to Principal Matters, where we explore ways to carry Catholic-based principles into the workplace and beyond. In this episode, we're talking about being a leader or a servant. Before the break, I had said that to be an effective dynamic leader, I would argue you must be a leader and a servant. Have you ever heard, Michael, of the, the term servant leadership or that philosophy servant leadership i don't think i have mark yeah well we've we've spoken earlier in an introduction the first segment about the traditional leadership definition right meaning the one that involves accumulation and exercise of power by the one at the top mm -hmm. well by comparison servant leadership shares power and it puts the needs of others first and helps people develop and perform as highly as possible. Now, there are passages that relate to servant leadership in the Tao Te Ching, which is attributed by Lao Tzu, who is believed to live in China sometime between 570 and 490 before Christ. So this is old thinking. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. not like mm -hmm. something that was just made up by a management guru in the 60s, you know. Um, there are three basic characteristics to the servant leadership style or philosophy. Number one is that the highest type of ruler is one whose existence that the people are barely aware of. That's a thought. So in other words, 
you don't know that the leadership really exists, right? Next comes one whom they love and praise. And next comes one whom they fear. Next comes one who they despise and defy. The second part of this principle says that when you're lacking faith, others will be unfaithful to you. Another pretty deep thought. And finally, when the task is accomplished and all the things have been completed, Mm -hmm. all the people say, we ourselves have achieved it, right? So you don't have a leader that stands at the top saying, I led these people to success. Right. A good leader and a great leader would always have his people lead them to the success, but let them take the credit and do it on their own, right? Because that's how you build people. And I think, Mark, you make a very valid point. And, and I think Jesus did a prime example when he would, you know, when he, he was a servant to, to the people around him. He, was, he portrayed himself as no better than others. But time after time he said that. And then through his example of washing the feet, that's right. And serving the people around him and also how he, his disciples, the people he surrounded himself with were not the, the angels in the community. You know, they were tax collectors. They were the outcast. And, you know, That's right. and a lot of that is, is it being a part of them. And sometimes in our business workplace and in the community, you know, we get caught up in, in, in being better because we're leaders either through finances or through ownership or because we're perceived as that, or I think it's a lot of our mindset and where we're at. Right. But it gets back to actually we're, we're servants, and, and, and to be the best leader is to be the best servant, which is to get a collection of the people that you're with, whether it be in the workplace or the associations you belong to or in the church that you volunteer, the organizations that you, is that to make, to make them all one, to make them feel like they've all, achieve the goal of what you're out set out to do at the beginning and then right on to what you're saying mark i mean uh, and that's and it's complicated as easy as it sounds it's so right. complicated well, yeah and you had mentioned you know a very good um you know story about jesus washing the feet and yeah. in fact even in our own catholic tradition you know you, let's look at the gospel of saint mark chapter 10 verses 42 through 45 where they recorded jesus as saying you know that those who are recognized as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so with you. Again, he was speaking to his disciples. Mm-hmm. Right? Rather, whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. Serve and to give his life as ransom for many. And then Matthew chapter 20, verses 26 to 28 contain very similar texts. And, you know, to top this off, I think of the Holy Father himself, right? Mm -hmm. The Pope is the leader of our one holy apostolic church. He's the point of the pyramid. He's the point of the pyramid, exactly. That's right. Good way to bring it back, right? (laughs) That's how we started. Um, (laughs) Yet one of his official titles of many Mm-hmm. is servant of the servants of God. Now that is a wonderful thought. So it's a whole bunch of irony also to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Servant of the servants of God. A double servant. When does it end? <laughs> so how can we be both leaders and servants? And I believe our model for serving others, as we've kind of alluded to, is rooted in Jesus' own example 
and in his commandment to serve others through sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. I think back to also back to also when uh, Pope Francis was first elected. If you remember reading that as Archbishop of Buenos Aires, he cooked his own meals. He used public transportation. Um, he visited the sick, fed the hungry. He was trying to be one of us. He, he was being one of us, not trying to be. He, he was trying to set an example of, of, of that he's really a human being. He, right. He, and he set an example by being, living, and he's no greater and even, than. And even to go a step further, I would mm-hmm. argue that for him, it seemed as if the servant of the servants of God is not just a title but a choice, choice. a mindset and a lifestyle that he chose to live. And he and he had to work. Towards what a that. great example yeah. to set us to be, right? And we're not just leaders. I know as as business mm-hmm. people, we always think ourselves. Well, we're a leader, you know, uh, but you can be a leader and a servant. And it's a and it's a constant work in progress, as you mentioned. You know, you got to work hard at being a servant and work hard <laughs> yes. to be a leader. So it, and it, no it, win, yeah, and no win to be both. And so and, and, and make sure that you're actually stay on that path because there's so many times that that we get off of that. You know, and and so the question becomes is is it is it possible for us Catholic business leaders and professionals to do the same following Jesus and and all the, even the Holy Father, you know, Pope Francis's examples? To be both a leader and a servant, and I say yes, obviously. It, it's possible, Mark, and that's what we're called to do. And, 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 and a lot of that, it's not easy. Like you said, it's a work in progress. It's on a, a daily basis, hourly, a minute, secondly. You know, it's always striving to put the other person first, as you just mentioned. You know, and, 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 and always put yourself second. Be humble. Be servant. Be the servant that you're called to be, whether it be in the workplace, in the home, or that's in right. a church. I'm glad you added you home know, there. Because, you know, we, we get caught up in this leader role that we have, and, and, and it's so important that we we backstep it and, and go back to work at being a servant because by working towards being a servant, we will be the leader. I mean, uh, history with with the good Lord blessing us with Jesus' presence on the face of this earth to be one of us has showed us that. And, you know, exactly. and that's what we need to be striving towards. Is exactly. What a beautiful place. I was just thinking that the world would be is, is if everyone viewed themselves of, to, as a servant oh, my as opposed to a leader, you know, because Christ is the source and the strength of all of our good works and is himself the truth of our faith. There is a permanent and a binding and an indissoluble union between truth and love. It is the truth of our faith that allows um, our charitable works to be guarded and acts from becoming simple, empty, philanthropic endeavors, if mm-hmm. you will, right? That's right. It is our faith that makes our charitable works the actual building blocks of God's kingdom here on earth. And a lot of the charitable works, I think, Marcus, in, 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 as, as I see it a lot of times, is, and my mind gets set on, is is the monetary, finances, material stuff. Right. And, it, and it's actually not. It's 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 Because everybody is a leader, is That's a servant, right. and has the capability of doing both because it's not about that. It's really about yourself and and, and, and who you're called and, and, and being humble and going back to putting the other person first, treating yourself as you would want to be treated as right. the Lord and, cause. Right. And I also think, you know, and you're exactly right about charity and, and also, um, you know, a lot of folks always equating it with money. But... When I think of, and, and let's just even say money and time, 
Mm-hmm. But charitable works makes our faith visible to others and also a real part of the world in which we live. So true. So true. Yes. Well, we're going to break, and when we come back, we'll continue discussing our topic today, leader or servant. You're listening to Principal Matters. Please stay tuned in. Are you one of the millions of Americans who can't get their day started without a cup of liquid defibrillation? If so, you're not alone. Morning coffee deficiency affects more and more of us each year. Catholic Community Radio may be able to help you get the caffeine you need to live a normal, productive life. Join the Coffee Club, a growing number of folks just like yourself who use their stainless steel dosage tumbler to get just the right amount of coffee to face the day. Don't let morning coffee deficiency keep you in the breakfast nook. Visit CatholicCommunityRadio.com today. What's up, y'all? This is Father Joshua Johnson, and I want to thank y'all for listening to Catholic Community Radio. Please continue to support us with your prayers and your generosity as we work to form the saints of this generation. Welcome back to Principal Matters. Welcome back. This is Michael Olin with my co-host Mark Meyer, and we're discussing leader or servant, both in the workplace, the, the church, and in the family. Are they one and the same? Are we called to be leaders, or do we become a leader by being a servant? Or are we a servant called to be a leader? Mark, <laughs> uh, this is getting a little confusing here, but it's still it seems like sec- the name is interchanging. <laughs> Give me a second to, to, to think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. Yeah, well, well, actually, I, I love it because um, are we called to be a leader or a servant or both? Um, here, here's a thought. Or how do we get there? Yeah, here, here's a real deep thought. It is the living truth of our faith that makes our works really good. While our good works reveal a true and living faith. So that's something to ponder. Why, why are you thinking about that, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can see you. Yeah, I was, I, I was looking at you. So um, Max Dupuy, who served as chairman and, and, and CEO of Herman Miller Office Furniture. I don't know if you're familiar with Herman Miller. Yeah, their chairs are great. Um, very expensive, but great. Um, his father had founded that organization, but anyway, he once said the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. The last is to say, thank you. And in between the leader is a servant. Wow. He had this very right, didn't he? Sure does. Mark. I mean, when you said something that made my mind Go out there. I saw. I noticed. And say, <laughs> so, and then and it makes sense uh, when you say thank you. You're a servant because a leader sometimes That's doesn't right. say thank you. That's right. You know because by saying thank you, the you're recognizing that you're that you're it's not what, superior. It's what we always talk about: and, attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. So, and I've always heard that there's like eighty-four thousand six hundred thank yous in a day, and I think that's a, the number of seconds in a day. And every day, every second, you need to just say thank you, you know. And I guess getting back to being a servant, you know, and, and that puts us to being a leader. You know, I have so much. I <laughs> I don't know about you, you know. And I was mentioning thirty years of management. And especially as I get older, I think <laughs> and thirty I know years of servant for me, Mark. Yeah. Well, well, you know, yeah, absolutely. I I don't know about you. Um, I have so much more fun being a servant than a leader. Oh yeah, because 
it takes a load off your shoulders of, of uh, somehow or another with leader it goes expectation as you and I both know and 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 and, and the pressure for some odd reason and I don't know why maybe it's just society in general when you're at the point of the pyramid as we started the show right. saying and, and using that figure of speech I, I, I was just thinking back to in 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 my 20s <laughs> and and when I was first married in our 20s yeah and I remember telling my wife yeah I can do that Mike <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember telling my wife that I thought one of the secrets to a successful marriage and a relationship at that was if you worry only about the other person and never worry about yourself, what what a beautiful relationship that would be, right? Never coming mm-hmm. home and saying, well, I need, I want. You didn't do this for me. But yet, I know in my heart, my wife's going to take care of me. She's going to take care of every need I have, right? That's why God brought that union together. I don't need anything. So let me just focus on her. And again, this was before kids, right? So mm-hmm. let me focus on her and her needs and, be, you know, make every act a selfless act. And again, it gets back to being a servant. And so often we get selfish and we get caught up in our own ideas of what we need versus, you know, or want versus, you know, what minimum or minimally, we need to live life. And Mark, you brought up a, a good point, and I know we talked about it prior, was about the, about you and your wife and the relationship there and always putting her first and as a pedestal with all the noise that we had experienced daily from the children to the technology and everything else. It gets, it gets, it gets hard to keep them at a focal point, and especially exactly. your spouse. But just think a step further, and I'm thinking through this as you were saying, your spouse, and in, in, in a partnership, whether it's in business or whoever, you know, on a daily basis, the other person. But even a step further than that is putting the Lord first in selfishness because by doing right. that, your spouse, everybody around you, not just the other person. Because if you try to keep putting other people first, I mean, you know, you get caught up in this thing, a tireless act. Right. And then because of personalities, because of the noise. And if we just bring one person into this thing and make it simple for us and put the Lord first and be selfish in that relationship and pleasing him by loving others, by caring about others, by doing what we should be doing and on a daily basis, not cheating, not stealing. Right. You know, just think about that. Exactly. I mean, that is, it's full circle. Right. And the, the French author, André Moreau, who served as France's Minister of Information and actually the first Minister of Cultural Affairs during the de Gaulle preg- uh, pre- presidency, I was going to say mm-hmm. pregnancy, <laughs> he, he once said, to command is to serve. Nothing more and nothing less. And so to implement or adapt a servant leadership style, we must accept the fact it is a long-term commitment, whereby leaders of a company define themselves by their significance to the people. You must be able to listen and have empathy to be able to heal both oneself and and others Mm -hmm. and to have an acute awareness to persuade. And so, thought. yeah, exactly. What a great thought. Well, that's all the time we have, unfortunately, again. <laughs> and uh, um, Just when we get started. Yeah, exactly. And we would like to thank everyone for joining us today. You've been listening to Principal Matters with Mark Meyer and Michael Olin, and we'll end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Lord God, you call us to life in all of its goodness and fullness, following the path set out by Jesus, your Son. As we reflect on his leadership as servant, we ask you to deepen our desire to learn by and imitate his example. May our exercise of the gifts you have given us be a faithful reflection of his presence at work in our lives. We make this prayer to you through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Principal Matters is a production of Catholic Community Radio.